What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have a two-part series coming at you with one of literally one of my favorite humans on earth. I respect her so much. I admire how she does life, entrepreneurship, motherhood, all of the things. And I know that these two episodes are going to be so jam packed with value. So get out your notebooks and dig in. But before we do, we have Liz Hartke with us today. She is an international business and leadership strategist and founder of the Luminary Leadership Company and podcast. She works to elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders so that they can do work that matters. Through her masterminds, mentorship, and signature programs, Elizabeth has shown thousands of entrepreneurs across the globe how to shift from just building a business to creating a legacy. She brings with her 10 years of leadership experience and has built two growing and successful businesses, both million dollar businesses, mind you, like this girl is slaying. Her expertise has been featured in media outlets, including Forbes, Entrepreneur and Fast Company, and on stages throughout the world. Elizabeth and her husband live on their hobby farm with their three beautiful children in Wisconsin. You guys, I am a part of her mastermind right now, and it is the best. I love being a part of it. I've gotten so much value from it, and I just can't wait for you to listen to this. So let's turn it over to the conversation. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place 
to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Liz, I am so pumped to dig into this topic with you today. Before we start, you guys, today we are going to be digging into and having a discussion around cultivating an entrepreneurial spirit in our kids. Now, I know we have a plethora of mamas of entrepreneurs of women who this is probably something that they think about all the time, but maybe have never actually thought about what they're doing to cultivate this within their home. So Liz, before we dig into the meat of this first, tell us about you share with us your story. How did you get so passionate about this work? Just all the fun stuff. First off, I feel like I tell you this all the time, Micah, but you're like my kindred spirit. The more I get to know you, the more I'm like, oh, well, I do things exactly the way Micah does them. I totally feel that way about you too. I love it. I it's and you're setting the setting my sights on uh, that it's it's all doable even with more kids because I have three and watching you have five, I'm like, all right, we got this. Let's bring yes. some more into the mix. <laughs> I love it absolutely. Um, so for me, entrepreneurship's been something that I, I grew up in and I totally took for granted because I didn't know anything else. I, both my parents ran their own businesses. My mom still runs hers to this day. My dad recently retired in his early seventies. My grandfather worked his business up until he passed. My grandmother was a part of that business, my aunts and uncles. So for me in the village I grew up in, it was just all small business owners and entrepreneurs. And it was so powerful yet. I didn't, I didn't know anything else. Like that was just what was normal for me. But when I think back on it, because everything's, you know, hindsight, I realized that most of my most valuable lessons in my life were um, through witnessing the walk of life as an entrepreneur that my family, you know, went through that they experienced. And it wasn't until I was a little bit older and I started, you know, going to friends' houses after school and seeing the mom that stayed home full time and didn't, you know, run a business and what that was like. And then the dad who didn't come rolling into like 6.30 at night when we were sitting down to dinner when I was at a friend's house for a meal. And it was so different because one of the best parts about it for me, and I think I can speak on behalf of my siblings too, is that they my parents never missed anything like they had ultimate flexibility as entrepreneurs they were present at every ball game my mom was there to drive us to you know me and my friends cart us around place to place before we could drive they were um, making meals with us and and sitting around the dinner table and we were eating together and they were putting us to bed at night like just everything there was so much presence and so much flexibility and it was such a gift but at the same rate, I think I also realized that flexibility doesn't necessarily equal freedom because I have pretty vivid memories being, you know, four or five years old and getting up to go use the bathroom or something at, you know, midnight and seeing the dining room light on really dim and my mom sitting around the dining room table with all her papers across the table catching up on the work she had missed so that she could be present with us throughout the day. 
at different points throughout the day. And that she was ne she never complained about it. I think to her, she saw that as like a precious treasure that she had that flexibility. But witnessing that in adulthood, I'm thinking back on it saying, you know, as I'm starting my own business 10 years ago saying, okay, I love the flexibility piece, but how can I one up this and how can I work towards more freedom so that mm -hmm. I don't have to pay for it later? Like I don't have to be a superhuman like my mom and working at midnight still and then getting up the next morning to take care of everything. Yeah. Uh, so that's really driven a lot of the work that I do. I run the Luminary Leadership Company. I get to work with incredible entrepreneurs like you. And really our mission is all about uh, success in business and helping entrepreneurs scale so they can have the freedom, but also really uh legacy at home like how are you doing that in alignment with who you are called to be and the legacy you're called to create and what you're you're meant to leave behind for the next generation so that's what i do and even saying that aloud is like a pinch me thing like how cool is that that uh you know i grew up witnessing that and now i get to give that gift to other people through serving them in their businesses and in their families as well I love it. And I love, I think that one of the things that I admire so much about you is how reflective you are. Like, I feel like lots of times I go through life and I just kind of let it happen. And then I'm like, oh, I'm missing so many stories. I'm missing so many like, like meaningful things that I just don't take the time to dig into. And as I've worked with you over the past, however long it's been six months, how long have we been into to this mastermind? Something like that. Something like that. I'm like, you are just so good at that. Like you're, you're so good at like experiencing life and then digging into it and really being like, what does this mean? What does this look like? How does this feel? What do I want to do with this? And I'm, I just admire that so much about you. And that's like kind of what you were digging into is this is how you've come to this place. And you are doing such life-changing work. I just want you to know that because when you reached out to me about this mastermind, it was so interesting because I was in, had, I don't remember if I had started creating my course yet. Do you remember? Or was I that think like you on had. the radar? Okay. It so was it, like literally happening while we were first talking about it. Okay. So it was so cool. Like, this is what I talked about. Like when you put something in motion, like the course for me was something that was like scary and uncharted territory. And I don't know if I have what it takes to do this and what it looks like. And, and then I started talking to Liz and I'm like, holy freaking crap everything aligned. Like it was like the stars aligned. We were supposed to have that conversation. It, the mastermind came into my life when I needed it too. And when you started talking about what you were about and your mission and how you want to serve your kids and you want to have them be a part of this, this entrepreneurship and how just it all weaved together so beautifully. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm like, this is what I love. Like, this is, this is the thing that I feel like it's almost like an unspoken way of life. Mm. It's like people aspire to this. They want it. They would love for it to happen, but they don't know what that looks like. They don't know how to put it together. They don't know just how to do this. And, and you're walking the walk. Like you are literally living this. And it's such a cool thing to watch, like from the outside. And then to also be a part of it from the inside to see how it actually goes down. So just hands up to you. I just love you. Um, I want to dig into the, the topic today because yeah. I want you to have plenty of time to 
talk to us about how we can cultivate this entrepreneurial spirit with our kids and what that looks like. Like I, like, what is that? How, where do we even go from there? Yeah. Well, first of all, the reason that I felt drawn to you and JD was because I see you guys living it too. Like it's it, just because you don't, you don't have it all mapped out perfectly yet. You know, neither do I, like I'm, I'm in the trenches with you and we're navigating as we go. But I see that in you guys and I know how much that value means to you for your like you're not just doing this for yourself or for yeah. your own validation like you're doing this for your family. So that's why I felt so connected to you and I appreciate everything you said, because sometimes I don't see that in myself and it's cool to hear it reflected yeah. back because I'm like, man, um, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, you're just head down going trying to figure it out as you go. So it's nice to, to hear some of those things. and. As far as the entrepreneurial spirit, this is another thing where I feel like we had to do it wrong to figure out how we wanted to do it right. And that is one thing when you mentioned like the reflection piece of always just kind of taking note of what's going on, that that was a skill I developed because I was so on autopilot just trying to survive and grow my business and raise my kids that I wasn't doing any of that. And there was no margin in my life and there was no space to reflect. So there was no opportunity for growth because when you're just foot on the gas pedal and you are just trying to survive and there there is no space for thriving because you don't have the space to then cultivate the life you want to live because you yeah. are just you have to keep going because if you feel like if you lose momentum or lose motion everything falls apart so it came from a place of desperation for me with my own health just have feeling the toll of being on you know in go mode for so many years the the toll of you know basically being pregnant or breastfeeding for like five straight years and just feeling depleted and then building two businesses in a short relatively short window of time that took a lot out of me mm -hmm. and and seeing even in my kids being so young at the time that little it's like the little stuff that adds up that is gonna lead you down the path you don't wanna go down. It's not the catastrophic things. I think we think we have to avoid the big bombs. It's like, oh, okay, don't let your kids do drugs or like, don't, you know, don't let them get it become a part of a gang. It's we're looking at these giant things that we're trying to avoid. No, it's like that extra half hour of TV I let them watch because I needed to just sit there on my phone doing work or on my computer doing work or that, you know, it's fine if they asked for mac and cheese, like I'll just give them that one unhealthy, like one more unhealthy meal because it makes it easier and it buys me more time to do the things I need to do. It's the little things that we're adding up. And I was starting to see that reflected in my kids where my our habits were poor. And I just had this kind of line in the sand moment, Micah, where I was like, man, this I have a vision of the family I want to raise up and the impact that I want to make in the world through my business. But if I were to open my calendar and like look at my days and add up where my time was being spent and how I was doing what I was doing, I was living in delusion. I was basically saying I'm working towards this over here. But then if you were to drop all of my, you know, realities of like what's on my calendar, where am I spending my time? How am I operating? How am I thinking? in a line, they would literally be taking me in the opposite direction of that vision, which is why so many people lived unfulfilled and disappointed. And then it, it ends up, their kids end up being collateral damage. We don't get into business saying, I'm gonna ruin my kids. We get into business saying, this is gonna be amazing for my family, but then we get so into the work we're doing. And to be totally honest, sometimes I feel way more control 
in control in my business and in my family. So I lean towards my business because I feel like I can move the needle there versus with like three toddlers. Um, (laughs) And that the reason the entrepreneurial spirit is so powerful is because it's not saying you're teeing your kid up to be an entrepreneur. An entrepreneurial spirit is something that is going to serve your children no matter what path they walk down. It is saying that I'm raising independent, critical thinking, visionary, um, creative, really intentional, smart kids that are focused on the right things. Like that's the spirit of the entrepreneur when they're a healthy entrepreneur. They see the possibility. They um, think about how they can pour into others. It's not an inward life of like, what's in it for me? A healthy entrepreneur is saying, how am I serving? How am I pouring into others? So. I started thinking about, man, what am I doing wrong? And how can we start to change the little things in our home to start to cultivate that experience and that mindset in our children? And the first thing that came to mind was we need to create more opportunities for boredom for our kids. Like that was what the realization was for me. And it wasn't just for my kids, it was for me too. It was like, anytime there was a minute of downtime, my mind went to, how can I fill this? It was like, Mm -hmm. listen to a podcast, consume more content, read a book, scroll social media. And it was like, okay, first I have to break that in me and Michael, my husband, so that we can model for our kids what it looks like to have the space to create, to think, to cultivate. So in our home, when we moved from Boston, our TV was in the main, it was a smaller house when we lived in the city and the TV was in the main living room, which was also the playroom. And it was like the main room when you walked into the house. So I found that my oldest, he's six now, but when he was younger, when we were living in Boston, it would be like the habit of come downstairs and he wanted something to drink. And then he'd sit on the couch and he'd start watching a show because it was just all front of mind. It was right there. And he wouldn't go play with his toys or his blocks and he wouldn't just like go outside and explore. So when we moved to Wisconsin, we moved into a home where everything's kind of on the main level as far as living quarters, like a kitchen, dining room. It's a true farmhouse, you know, all the spaces that you use, um, the great room with the fireplace. And the previous owners had this giant TV right above the fireplace because it's like prime spot for something like that. And Michael and I had this discussion of like, what is this going to create in our home if we have this available to us in the main places that we always are? So we decided, all right, no TV on this floor. Like it's just not, we just don't need it. We'll, we have a TV, we don't have cable or anything, but we have a TV, but it's downstairs in a room with a door that's kind of, you have to like think about going down there. And just that one change in the mornings when our kids would get up, it wasn't like plop on the couch and watch TV. It was like, what am I going to go do? Like, am I going to go play with Play-Doh and create something cool? Am I going to write a note to my grandmother? Am I going to go outside and play? Am I going to go feed the chickens? Am I going to throw the ball for the dog? So just creating those opportunities for boredom fostered such uh, creativity and independence in our kids, even being so young, that woke us up to the fact that that one little change started to change everything. And it was super powerful in our home. So that's the first thing that comes to mind when it, it when it comes to really uh, developing the, those sparks in our ki- kids and just giving them the space to see what comes to them. Like that's kind of the beauty of entrepreneurship, right? Where we sit back and we say, what inspires us? Or what do I feel called to? Or what am I energized by? Or what do I 
not, what do I feel turned off by? What do I not want to be a part of? That's the cool thing about having that spirit is it's so unique to you. I love it. This is huge. I'm doing a parenting course right now because I am like all hands on deck with more harmony and joy. And just, I feel like we get one shot at this. I'm like, oh my gosh, we got one shot. My oldest is almost 13. And I'm like, she's going to be out of the house before I know it. I got to like figure my crap out. So I'm doing this course. And one of the things she talks about is provide opportunities for your kids to be bored. Like that is Mm. one of the things. And I'm like, Oh, I just love it. Like I love, it's so true that we just don't even allow ourselves to have white space anymore, to have a moment to sit and not do and not have something to just fill our brains with what, with everything that's being thrown our way, especially Mm -hmm. for our children. And so I like, that's genius just to just be so intentional with, okay, what is making it easy for them to be occupied all the freaking time? a TV in the main room would be one of those like devices in every, which way, you know, like there's always something for them to do if we allow it to be that way. So that's, I mean, that's so easy to implement. It's such a, but it's something that it's like, when you don't think about it, it's not something that you just do naturally because hello, it is convenient when your kid is preoccupied with something. I think lots of times doing the thing that's going to allow them to flourish and grow and, and cultivate the spirit. It's not the easy thing to do. It's the, it's going to take intention. It's going to take more effort. It's going to take more like one-on-one time, but what a blessing that's going to be in our kids' lives and in our relationship with them. Like this is going to create such a unique bond. And I think this is what I'm most excited about is really cultivating each child's passions and and interests and things that they enjoy. So what are some of the things also, what are some of the things like when you identify, okay, Jack, is that your oldest? Yeah. So like when you find that he's interested or he's drawn to certain things, how do you then go about, okay, what do I do with this? What do I do with Mm -hmm. this knowledge? And how does that look for each child? So we call it kind of identifying and nurturing their spark. It's when you think when someone asks you, um, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, you think back and you had all these kind of things that spoke to you so much when you were a kid, like things that really, maybe it came naturally to you. So we try and keep an eye out for the, what are the things that our kids have a natural bent towards? You know, my, my oldest Jack is so, he has such an engineering brain and he's so, um, good at, at seeing how things fit together and how things might work. He can take apart an entire system and put it back together and he's six years old. But my youngest and my middle child are so much more like me where they're more like big picture thinkers and they're not the detail oriented types. And um, my middle child, Marie, she's more into art and creative stuff. So you start to pay attention and really nurture and create more opportunities for the things that seem to just come naturally to them and just let them explore it more. I think the tendency right now in the school system, one of the reasons we pulled our kids, which I think you can do this successfully, I'll just say this right now, I think you can do this very successfully, whether your kids are in a traditional school system, whether they're home or something in between. Um, But one of the reasons we pulled our kids was because it felt like if they had a strength or proficiency, the school said, okay, you're good there. 
let's focus on your weaknesses. Like, why are you getting a C in math? It's like, well, maybe that's not their natural gifting. It's not to say that I'd be cool with my kid totally slacking off and not trying, but I'm, I'd rather focus my energy on where they have natural strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, looking at the difference too between skills so things that can be developed or think maybe those things that come naturally that they can continue to develop or skills that they have developed that they can continue to grow and develop versus their innate giftings i just believe that god kind of puts this unique fingerprint on each of us and including our children and we have that's a little bit trickier to look out for because it's often the thing we take for granted in ourselves our kids take for granted in themselves and we start to take for granted in our kids because we're around them so much and it's just so natural but the innate giftings are the things like my daughter marie who just turned five is one of the most thoughtful kids i know like she just it's so bred into her that she thinks of other people before herself. Now, this isn't a skill that she mastered. This isn't something we specifically sat her down and taught her how to do. It's just who Marie is. And it's so beautiful. You know, it was her birthday um, in February and she came upstairs and we had put a bunch of balloons, you know, in the hallway when they came up the stairs. And the first thing Marie did was just go grab one of those balloons and say, oh, I have to give this to my sister because I think she'll like this color the best. Like she just, her mind just goes elsewhere. So it's, it's witnessing and paying attention to what are those skills and how can we further develop them and focus our energy on the things they're good at because guess what that builds confidence which is an entrepreneurial gifting and a leadership gifting um but then also what are those innate things that are just so special to them and that you didn't you can't take credit for the school can't take credit for the book they read you know it's not about that it's just who they are and really giving them opportunities to foster it and to to recognize it um to say hey i noticed that you know, when you came upstairs on your birthday, you chose to give that balloon to your sister before you took one for yourself. Like, that's really an amazing thing. Do you do you understand what that means and having conversations around what that means? And a lot of those conversations for us come at two really sacred times that have required a lot of patience <laughs> as uh, parents of three little kids. And that one of those times is dinner time. So we intentionally carve out more time than we need for dinner because we want it to be calm and not, well, calm. I use that word very loosely. Kids are screaming, their clothes being taken off, like foods being thrown. It's not calm, but calm in the sense that we, my husband and I are not rushing them. Like, hurry up, we gotta get down for bedtime. Um, And we have a lot of conversations and hanging on our wall in our dining room is a list of our our values as a family that we came up with as a family with definitions to them, not just like faith, but like, what does that mean to the heart key family? And then asking the kids, hey, how did you witness that in your siblings today? Like, which of your siblings lived by one of these really well today? And what did you see in the world that maybe someone didn't live by that value? And how would you have done it differently? Getting them thinking, not telling them what to think, but teaching them how, you know, how to think, how to creatively think outside of themselves and look and view the world and how to experience it. And then that other precious time is bedtime, which is the hardest one for me because I don't know about you, but I'm freaking tanked by by the time. time. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm I'm done physically. Like there's nothing left. Mama needs to plop on the couch and like fall asleep. But 
I remind myself literally, like I have to pep talk myself as my kids are, and my kids, by the way, are also done. Like they're loopy. They're not listening. Like getting pajamas on feels like a wrestling match. It's torture, but I'm like, they need, they're going to stall because it's bedtime, but it's some of the best time to get them to talk because they want to stall. And it all just like comes out and they're usually a little more emotional too, because they're tired, even when they're older, like even kids that I've, I've talked to friends who do this with kids that are in like high school and, but they're tired too. And it just comes out and they know they have this safe place to land and mom and dad and to have those conversations. But then you can start to take note. We actually have a, like a workbook we call our spark workbook and it sits on our, um, table in our kitchen and michael and i at the end of the night will write down okay like what are those skills what are those unique giftings like what did marie do today capture the moments but not just so we can remember them but so we can help foster them we can put them in situations that give them the opportunity to grow in those ways and um, become a leader in that space in that category that they're really naturally gifted in i love this so much it's so cool to hear how you're doing this and how intentional and how much like purpose you have to have behind this because life as we know it is so busy and chaotic and all of the things, but we get to choose the pace and we get to choose what matters most. And we get to choose the, the things that we put time and energy behind. And while it's so easy to let life happen, it's also almost just as easy when you make it important and a priority to make these things, your routine, to make these things, your normal, to make these things, your, your rituals that you do. Ugh, it's just so powerful. And I just, I like have goosebumps. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. Um, and it's so funny when you talk about your kids, I'm like in my brain, I'm going, Oh, yep. That's Knox. Oh yeah. Yep. That's Finley. Oh, okay. And it's so cute to see them when they're in their element in their like what interests them, like doing what they love, they come to life. And I think that's the most beautiful thing that I've noticed since we started homeschooling and just cultivating more of that activity and more of that time for them to do those things. And, ah, I'm just, I just love this so much. So love it, love it, love it when it comes to, so that's like their strengths, what's their giftings when it comes to like the entrepreneurial, like mindset and those things, mm-hmm. are there certain things that have helped you, um, cultivate those things at an early age? Cause your kids are still young. So it's, but this yeah. is so cool that you've already started all of this stuff and what a life changer that's going to be for them. I think it's so rad. We are taking a quick time out so I can fill you in on something that is literally changing my entire world for all of my mamas out there and dads. This is for all parents. I started a course that has changed the game in our home. And I am never, ever, ever going to be below learning and implementing and trying to improve. And when I find something that is helping me in the area that matters most to me, which is motherhood, I am going to shout it out from the rooftops as much as I can. So I got this course changing the game and I want to give you guys access to her free webinar. You don't have to pay for anything. This is totally free, but I want you to get connected to her tools and resources. Amy has created this program. It's called Positive Parenting Solutions, and she's basically equipping parents to just understand our children better, understand how to parent in the world that we live in now, because things are so different than the way that we grew up. And so if you feel like 
you are struggling getting your kids to listen. You're struggling with them obeying. You're struggling with them helping around the house and contributing and they're fighting with each other and you feel like you're yelling all the time and they're not listening. All of those things are kind of where I felt and I'm like, I've got to change something. I've got to figure something out. And so when I learned about this, I was all hands on deck and it has literally changed the game. So to get out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details to her totally free webinar. It's 60 minutes. You'll walk away with new knowledge, new tools that you can put in play immediately. Go get access at micafolsomfit.com slash parenting. That'll give you access to our free webinar. If you choose to do the course, it, I promise you, it will be the best money you ever spent. I would have spent like 50 times more than what she's charging for her course, because it literally has changed so many things in our family. And I think if you're anything like me, that's what we want most. We want harmony. We want joy. We want sweet memories. We want strong relationships. We want our, our kids to actually like each other. We want them to build and grow with strong values. And that's what she's really focusing on. And it's just fundamental stuff that we become more aware of that we can then put into play. So go get access once again to our webinar, micafolsomfit.com slash parenting. And literally you guys share this link with all of your friends, any of your friends who have kids. I wish I would have known about this stuff sooner. So go get access and we'll get back to the show. I, this was, um, this is a really important one to me because, and it's also not the answer that most entrepreneurs want to hear, but it has to be modeled. We actually talked about within our company, hey, can we create like this curriculum that would be in a book that we can hand off to parents that are maybe homeschooling or just want supplementally to give to their kids? And the answer was no, because ultimately that needle's not gonna move because of something that kid kid consumed or um, you know took in. It's gonna move because of what they witness in their parents, good or bad. Yeah. And it's going to move the needle in either direction. So a lot of the work that we're doing is working with you guys to say, hey, this is important to you and you want to cultivate this mindset in your children. It's got to start with you. So are you modeling these things? So some of the pieces of the mindset are um, like this mindset of of grit, of like, I can. So we have this rule that sometimes I get crap for it and sometimes I don't. But um 
where if our kids say can't, they have to drop and give us 10 push-ups. But if mom and dad say can't, they have to drop and give 10 push-ups too. And a kid is allowed to, whoever, whichever kid calls them out can lay on their, our back, which is a real joke <laughs> for me because I'm like currently so weak so I can hardly do it. Um, but the reason we do that is not because we feel like, you know, you can never say can't, like from this drill sergeant perspective, it's because to have an entrepreneurial mindset, you seek solutions and possibilities. You don't focus on the problem. So when my child is three and a half feet tall and something they want from a cabinet that's like five and a half feet tall, yeah, I guess they can't reach it. But what are the options? So how can they start to train their brain from a young age to say, well, my options are I could get something and I could stand on it. I can ask for help. Like that's a huge one. Never say can't because there's a team of people, AKA your family that are gonna be there to support you when you need it. So let us know when you need help. Be humble enough, that's another leadership and entrepreneurial mindset value to know when it's appropriate to ask for help and support or to say, I am not able to do it yet, but here's my plan to be able to do it at some point. So we want to just have these triggers in place to kind of remind them. And we do it from a very playful place. We're not like, kicking our kids to the ground and standing on their back as they do push-ups, but it's like a, hey, did you just say can't? Like, you, there are solutions available to you. I'm pretty sure that this is something that we could figure out as a team. So why don't you rephrase it and bring it to me again? But in the meantime, drop and give me 10. And <laughs> and it, it also aligns with the other pieces that we think are really important with um, be having an entrepreneurial mindset. One being that you have one vessel to do this work out of and take it from someone who has walked through some serious health challenge challenges in the last few years you know we're going to be presented with plenty of times where something happens to us that is hard so you better do everything you can to support that vessel so what like the mindset for us is we're not going to have them you know write on a chalkboard i don't say can't a hundred times because what is that really doing but 10 push-ups is reminding them there's another value on that board in our dining room, which is optimizing our bodies and, our, and honoring our bodies and our health. And it's facilitating that so that we can be optimized and, and operate in a peak way. Um, another piece of the entrepreneurial mindset is just coming at things from a leadership standpoint, like how would a leader handle this versus how would someone who doesn't have leadership skills handle this? So our kids will regularly have those conversations with each other, which is hysterical. Love You'll that. hear like Marie say to Jack, like, ah, Jack, is that how a leader would do this? And he's like, oh, whatever, Marie. And then she's going at it. But they're little kids and they're already using this language. Um, so, and one of our main uh, values on our board is see the possibility. So as a family, we seek all opportunities to see possibility. And we this is the important part. This is why we define our values. We don't just have possibility because what does that mean? The second piece of that is we have the courage to go after those possibilities. So courage is a huge piece of that because you know you've built a business and you're raising kids definitely against the grain of society you need a lot of courage to do that you need a lot of courage to to do the right things and to um be there for your your family when you know that the school system or society isn't going to do it isn't going to replace you and do it for you so those are the things that we're trying our best and oftentimes have very humbling conversations with our kids when we say hey mom didn't handle that a way a leader should handle that like, let me explain to you how I could have done better. You know, having that humility and the ability to call myself out 
Um, usually they will call me out before <laughs> I call myself out because they see it now. They're they're very aware of it. But those are gifts that we're giving to our kids. And that the entrepreneurial spirit is something that is going to serve them, whether they're working in a traditional path of going to college and getting a corporate career or working as a nurse. It, it doesn't matter. It's it's the heart of it. It's not the actual engine or like the actual vehicle you're in. It's it's what's fueling it and and leading them towards their purpose in whatever vehicle they you know, they choose on their path in life. I love that so much. It's so funny to think like just how different I mother because of the things that I've learned on my entrepreneurial journey. Like I can't even imagine the type of mom I would be if I hadn't had to really unpack some stuff, like really work through some stuff and grow and just learned so much over the past nine years. And while I feel like that does translate because I am modeling a certain way versus how I would have been, this is just like about to take everything to the next level. Like just having just more of these conversations, helping them become more aware of the things. Like, I'm just so excited. Like you, ha you have something in the works. You have something in the works that's coming yeah. to life soon. I wanted to share about that. I want, I want you to be able to talk about that because I am like, this is going to change so many lives. I'm so excited about this. So this is where I like, I don't mean to get on my soapbox, but I'm just gonna for a second because all of this like comes down to, for me, this wake up call that I had like, oh my God, this isn't gonna be done for me. Like the, the, what I'm witnessing in the world is um, not okay for my kids. Like it's not, it's not how I want them to be raised up. They have so much working against them right now, Micah. Like look at, we were at least, we remember a time, you know, back in the 1900s, like my son <laughs> likes to say, back in the 1900s when we didn't have freaking computers or cell phones. Now yeah. everybody, even this is a generation of children who are growing up with addictive things, like things that are literally designed to be addictive. That's why the creators of them didn't allow their own children to have them in their pocket with access to everything in the world, including the bad stuff, including the stuff that can ruin their little innocent sweethearts, like ruin them. So they are up against so much, not to mention the fact that society as a whole is actively working against our children, if you want your kids to grow up to be thriving, independent, creative, purpose-driven, faithful, energized, happy, healthy, um, you know, fulfilled people, the exact opposite is being taught through society and the school system. Most most schools, I say the school system broadly, like they're obviously incredible teachers and there are some, you know, schools that break the mold, but the general mold is literally designed to indoctrinate your kids to think, like telling them what to think, helping them learn how to become a part of the masses instead of to break out and be who they're called to be. And my husband and I just got to this place where we're like, man, this is really hard, but something about it as an entrepreneur felt like harder and like I had more of a call to it. Because when we choose entrepreneurship, we are directly or indirectly, however you want to look at it, choosing it for our kids. 
And unless we, and, and as entrepreneurs, we generally speaking are willing to be a little bit like rule breakers. Like we break the mold, we do things differently. So what is coming is something that I wish for the sake of humanity existed a long time ago, but I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to be one of the people to bring it to life is a home for entrepreneurial parents who feel emboldened to raise leaders who who are drawing our line in the sand and saying, no, I'm not going to let my kids be swept up in the current of society and not become who they're called to be because, you know, someone else is telling them who they should be or how they should think that feels like, man, I really want to raise these leaders. I want to support them in their growth. But to be totally honest, I already feel, you know, spread pretty thin and I don't really know how to do it. I don't know what that would look like. I don't have the tools in place. So we have something coming for that. But in the in the interim, we're basically calling it uh, a, a rally cry. Like anybody that resonates with any of this, anyone that's like, that's on my heart. I might not know the how yet. I might not know what it looks like going forward, but I'm not going to sit back and watch my kids become collateral damage because either I didn't know how to model it for them properly or I didn't show up to the plate to what I was called to do, um, or I'm concerned that they're not getting the best influence outside of the home and I want something supplemental to really support them and give them the foundation that's going to set them apart, like give them the best options and possibilities in life. Um, we have a, a rally cry, like a call, literal call that we want you guys to come on with us where we're going to share what we're doing to disrupt that, how we are bringing something to the table uh, that's going to change everything. And I keep telling people this isn't going to be like full disclosure. This conversation is not like a come find out here are the three steps to raise perfect kids or like here are the three steps to become rich in your business as you also raise your family that's bs anyone that's trying to sell you that is is you know a snake oil salesman and we're telling you like this is a way of life and we're we're paving the path with you because we're figuring it out as we go um but if if that's on your heart as much as it's on mine like you've got to be there and and micah i know your audience you were saying many of them will resonate with this. So we have um, a link that they can go to in order to be a part of this and, and hear this message and be moved by it. But there's going to be a how on the other end of it. There's going to be the support and the resources and the tools and the home for entrepreneurial parents that are raising leaders and feel really convicted and called to both of those things. Yeah, you guys can get access. We, we created a link for you guys to get easy, easy access to this rally cry call. So it's micafolsomfit.com slash Liz. You made your life easy, Liz. L-I-Z, all right? Um, and that will just get you registered. So that's happening in the next week or so, and you don't want to miss it. And if you have friends that you're like, holy crap, this is Sarah, like this would resonate with her, send them the link. Like give, sp spread this message as much as you can because the there are certain people that will probably hear Liz talk about that and be like, that's weird. I don't know about that. Like, why would you want to focus on that? I'm fine. And then there's going to be another group of people that are like, holy crap. I've never even thought about this stuff, but that is exactly how I feel. Those are the exact fears and the exact things that are on my heart. This is for you. So you'll know it'll be like a hard no or a hard heck. Yes, that is me. So if you have friends that it would be a heck yes, make sure you share it with them. And I will definitely be on that call front and center. I'm so excited for this. Like when Liz was talking to me about this, 
And she was kind of before you were creating it, you're like, do you feel like this would be something that would resonate? You'd be interested in, you'd find, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, we are in. So I just like, when you say disrupt, like that to me, I'm like, is exactly what you do. You're like, okay, this is like where everyone's going. This is how things, this is like the hustle culture and what you do and you slave away and you, and you sacrifice all the things. And then you're like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not how I want to do things. That's not how I'm going to do things. And we're going to do it this way. And that mm -hmm. is what I love about you. You're just so clear on exactly what you want, exactly how you want to do life, exactly how you want to serve, exactly how you want to impact and you're not afraid. Like you're just, you're bold and courageous and forthright and so in tune with, I'm like, if you follow me, you guys, you know, I'm all about my heart tugs. I'm all about like, you know, you know, you feel the tug, you know, the direction you're supposed to go. Most people don't act on those things. Most people feel it and they go eh, and they slink back and they're nervous and they let all the fears and all the doubts and all the how to's and all the step 98s get in the way of even starting and taking that first step. That's not how Liz operates. You're like, I feel the tug. Holy crap. I'm leaning into this. Oh my gosh, this is scary, but I'm doing it. I'm, I'm praying about it. I'm like, I'll figure this out. And I just love that about you. I just love everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so grateful for people like you who are, who also have the courage to, to really, I look at it, Micah, as like, you're leading this charge with me. I'm not coming in and like, Hey guys, I'm, I have this certification and I'm the guru. It's like, I am in these freaking trenches, but I am not, I know what I'm not willing to do. So I'm doing the inverse of that. I'm like, okay, this is not okay for me. Um, and to your point, some people will resonate. Some people will roll their eyes and I'm looking for the people who want to be a part of this movement, like trains leaving the station. And if it's just me and you, great. Like we are <laughs> going to bulldoze. <laughs> yeah. Like we are going to bulldoze the world with this thing. And God willing, there'll be a couple other people on this freight train with us because, you know, what's the alternative? Like I'm not, um, I'm not okay with, okay. Like I'm like, I think back or I'll hear people say, well, oh, I was raised that way and I turned out fine. It's like, is fine your standard? Like, is that really what you're, you got one shot at this life and you're aiming at fine. And we usually fall a little beneath where we aim. So I'm going to go ahead and shoot for something above fine for my children, for like my lifeblood, for my legacy and uh, pave that path. And I can tell you, I have an incredible, like, I can't even take credit for all this stuff because I have an incredible team of people alongside me who are helping breathe life into this mission, who are feeling as emboldened as I am with it and creating, I just am dying to get these resources and these tools and these conversations in the hands of these families. Because to me, everything I do, I feel like why God put me on this earth is um, for the sake of the family. Even though I'm directly coaching entrepreneurs and how to scale their businesses and how to grow and all that kind of stuff, that's great. But it's with a mission underlying it. I'm not doing it to help them just make more money. It's like, how are we doing this for the family? How are we uniting the family? So I know that's another conversation we're gonna have um, that I'm excited, I'm like trying not to jump into it, but, um, yeah, I'm I'm grateful and I I totally feel like it was just a divine thing how we've connected in this after knowing each other for all these years. I found a picture of you and I the other day on my phone, like one of the memories popped up when we were on a I panel together. Yeah, speaking. Too, yeah. That's awesome. Um and it's I just know. it's amazing how life works like that. But it's like, wow, we've got 
we've got work to do and I'm I'm so up for the challenge. I'm so ready and I'm so grateful that you're in it with me because uh you know, I see what you're doing and I see how you do it and I'm like so in alignment. Let let's just go. I'm all about it. I know. I feel the same way and I'm you guys I am so freaking excited for what's coming to life. Um, if you haven't write that, write that link down again, get on this call and just see if it resonates and don't miss next week's episode, because Liz kind of alluded to, we have a whole nother conversation specifically for entrepreneurs who are kind of feeling cut, like you're split in two, right? You want to be super successful, but you also want to be like the role model and the, the present parent and give everything to your children that you know you're capable of. We are going to be digging into all of that next week. So step one, go get access to the call before you forget. What is it? What is it? Mya slash Liz. And then step two, share your favorite 15 second nugget from this episode and what resonated so that we know what is speaking to you and we know what you need more of. And also this is what gets the message out. This is what lets other people know, holy moly, this is out there. Like I get messages all the time. They're like, I just came across your podcast and I don't even know how or where, but it came into my life when I needed it. That to me means so much. Cause that means that someone out there shared it that I was not connected to and they saw it when they needed to. And that is how impact happens. So if you're feeling like you're just like this little Sarah sitting at your house in the middle of 12 kids, sharing things that you find valuable is always impactful. So don't ever let yourself think that you're small in this world that feels like we're so little and we can only do so much. Your voice matters, what you're sharing matters, how you're speaking matters, your message matters. It just, it all matters. So just a little tidbit on that, but we're going to wrap it up because I know we have something awesome coming at you for round two. So in the meantime, have an amazing week. Let's stay connected on social and we'll see you back here for part two next week. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. Okay. Bye you guys. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. Taking a quick time out to fill you in on my first free masterclass for entrepreneurs. What if you really believed that everything that you wanted to build with your business was possible for you? What if it could be easier? What if it could be more joyful? What if you actually enjoyed the process every single day as you showed up to do the work? Do you think you could be consistent? I think you could. So many entrepreneurs are relying on motivation. They're relying on getting through it. They're relying on the grind. They're relying on the hustle. And then they get burnt out, they get overwhelmed, they get stuck, they lose the joy, and they wonder why they can't keep showing up 
to build their dreams, to hit their goals. And as I look back over the years on how I've built my business and how we've reached over seven figures annually, there's some things that I've just done differently. And I want to teach you that. So in this masterclass, we're going to uncover some core beliefs that we can help you rewrite in order to move you through those things to a more empowered state. And I'm going to reveal to you my seven essentials that I believe every successful entrepreneur is building their business around in some capacity. So this is going to help you really, really, really identify any gaps that you have, learn how to course correct and help you move through this state of overwhelm, frustration, lack of movement, lack of joy, wherever you are, we're going to move through that and into alignment, into flow, into excitement, into fulfillment, into joy, because I can promise you that is easy to show up for. So get access here at micafolsonfit.com slash seven essentials, number seven essentials. And that'll take you to get registered for the masterclass. And I can't wait for you to dig into this. Okay. Back to the show.